It's that time again. It's time for English and coffee. I've got my cup. Hope you got yours. Let's go. So this week went by fairly quickly. It was pretty hectic at the start. We had a um, steering committee meeting with the Star Awards at the end. So Star Awards is something we just created to honor some of the uh, clients and stuff that we work with, um, ones that have overcome those insurmountable odds, uh, just those big challenges, you know, whether it's addiction or they just finally got a job or they made some kind of progress. Um, we did that. It was crazy. I had to try to gather all these people. I know I'm just jumping right in, but I'm just getting right to it. Um, I had to gather all these people. I had four people that I was supposed to bring in. Only two of them came. The other two made up some excuses. One guy, he just got married. I don't know if I told you about him, but he just got married or whatever. And he was supposed to come and speak, but uh, he was like he had to go to the food bank and get some food. And I was like, well, I'll take you to go get some food after you get done with this thing. And he was like, nah. I gotta take my wife over there and they gotta do that. So I was like, whatever, man, don't worry about it. And the other guy, I went by his house. He lives in a recovery house. I went by his house. He wasn't there. Called his girlfriend and she said he's not available. So obviously she didn't give him the message. So I didn't get with him until later in the day. But the thing went off without a hitch. We had some food. I got one of the managers to come in. They brought some food. Tog did a little presentation. Went up there and talked about my folks. Talked about the two that were there, um, gave them their kudos, and then for the other ones that weren't, it just gave them an honorable mention. So we got through that, had some PCPs submit, submitted like two PCPs. It's a person-centered plan, if you didn't know what it is. Uh, in the mental health world, I mean, we use these little acronyms all the time. It's PCP. I just sent it to Trill, but I got that to get two people authorized because we need to bring in some new clients. That's uh, the politics of it. Got that done towards the end of the week. Two people got jobs, so that was good. So that's some more notches on the belt. I mean, they win, I win. I get just as happy as they do when they get a job because it's like, shoot, we've been going at this thing for months. You get a job, shoot, it's a win in my book. Other than that, let's see. I went to the dentist. Uh, they finally got a dentist. They got their stuff together. So I went in there, and the guy took the original crown that I had gotten done that the lady couldn't put in and said oh well she just didn't want to do any work he touched it up a bit put it in boom slammed it in so now I got my teeth what I'm going to be rocking with for a while um it took like four and a half months to get this so um, I was just so glad to get out of there then the little nurse was trying to schedule me for some type of um cleaning I was like uh no thanks because you guys have held me up for four months just to get this done let me get back to you on that one I had asked her about the price of it. I think she said it was like $175. I was like, um, nah, I'm good. Toothbrush, Colgate, Crest, works. It's all the same. Went out fishing today. Um, pretty decent. Caught, I think, four fish, three trout, and one largemouth bass. Caught them off the pier. I was using these little DOA cow uh, little swim baits. Worked pretty good. Had the little chartreuse back with the root beer colored body. Um, did that off the bridge, had my little net. Uh, the bass, I caught him on the rocks when I was up there on the bank. Just dragging the worm slow across the bottom. He slammed it, nailed him. Uh, my sister's in Paris. She's been sending me some videos from there. So she sent me some videos from the Eiffel Tower, showing me how it looks and things like that. So I guess she's having a good time. Glad she's having a good time. I guess a lot of things happened this week. My mother had a birthday this week. Um... I went over there, bought some food, we ate, watched a movie, 
just hung out a bit, but it was in the middle of the week, so I mean, wasn't a whole lot I could do, because I think the next morning I had to get up at like 6, be to work by 8, so couldn't hang out too late, but I went over there, you know, bought her a few things, and um, made sure she had a good time. So that's the work week, that's my fishing, got my teeth fixed, and I think today, though, what I'm going to talk about, I was driving home from fishing today, and I said, uh, maybe I'll tell a little story. I think we're going to talk about uh, some of my first jobs. So it'll just be pretty informal. Well, this whole thing is informal, but um, just be pr pretty laid back, and I'll just talk about some of my experiences at work. I may remember some funny things as I'm talking, and I'll share those with you, just so you guys, I guess, can hear how people talk about their jobs and past experiences they had at work. So let's get into that. I don't know about you, but I had my first job when I was 13 years old. Now, here in America, that's pretty darn early. Um, maybe in your country, people might start working at 8, 7, 6, maybe as soon as they're old enough to walk. I don't know. But here, um, I had a paper route when I was 13. Uh, my parents had set it up for me because I wanted to start earning some money. So, we lived on base. You know, my dad was in the military, so... Um, Lived on base, got a paper route, so all I would have to do is just go to each tower and deliver the papers. You know, just go to the bottom, put the papers, had to gather them, bundle them, and everything like that. I don't know if you've ever had a paper route or if they have a local newspaper where you live. I'm sure they do. They have some type of uh, uh, reading material, but everything's online now, so I don't even know. So this is back in probably the, maybe the 80s. Uh, yeah, I'm giving my age away. I might have told you how old I am, but it's probably back in the 80s. It was like 13, um, or early 90s. No, it was early 90s. Um, I had my first little job. <clears throat> Went out there. It was like I had to get. I had to go to school, so I was still going to school. So I was getting up at like 4 o'clock in the morning. Um, the papers would be delivered to the house, and we had to bundle them, get them all together, and then my dad would drop me off, and I would go running up to the towers, and then we had some people that lived in, you know, just the base housing like regular houses for people that had families that didn't live in the towers. And I would go up there to the door, throw the papers. A couple people had dogs, so the dogs would be barking. But the one thing I learned from that, um, you know, having that job at 13 was that I was able to make my own money. And I liked that feeling. It was it was empowering. I mean, when you, you get your little money, of course, you know, my dad was getting up and driving me around. But um, so I'm sure he took a cut, gave me what he felt I deserved off of the route. But um you know, you get your little $50 or whatever every two weeks. And, of course, I went and blew it all on Nintendo games and candy and things like that. But it was just a wonderful feeling to know that um, that I could go out there and buy what I wanted. I mean, it was my money. Nobody could tell me what I could do with it. Of course, my parents would always try to encourage me to buy the right things and save your money. You know, you don't want to spend it all. Save your money. But it wasn't long after. Well, it was a little while after that. Um, I think I had that paper route. I don't know, for a while, um, I wasn't one of those kids that just asked for money. You know, a lot of people just, Mom, can I have $5? Dad, can I have $5? No. I um, I worked for my little earnings. Uh, we also got an allowance, um, so that helped. I think you get like $20 a month or something or every week. I don't even remember what it was, but, um, you know, it's military housing, so things are pretty different than just living off base. But that was that route. And then in high school, I believe I was about, I don't know, 16 years old. 
I got a job at Wendy's. I think I was a senior, not a senior, but a junior. Got a job at Wendy's. So I had a lot going on. I was working at Wendy's. I was going to school, trying to hang with the friends, you know, and keep everything going. But um, had a job at Wendy's. It was pretty interesting because um, we still lived at uh, 5990 at that time. And I remember one time on the way to, uh, well, I was late to work because my sister used to drive me to work because I didn't even have my own car. I think I had a permit. I don't even know if I had my license yet. It's crazy. But she had this little little friend that, uh, I guess he was like one of them hot rod, speed car, uh, speed car kind of guys. So I had to be to work in 15 minutes, okay? 15 minutes. And I probably lived about <laughs> 15 minutes from my job. Uh, provided there were no stoplights and no traffic this guy took me to work hit a hundred miles an hour all the way down the highway now I'm 16 this guy was probably like I don't know 23 24 crazy I remember that uh, that was wild but anyway the job Wendy's uh, what is that home of the old-fashioned burger it's just a place where we made burgers. I mean, it's just a little burger joint. Like some of you probably worked at McDonald's or Taco Bell or different things like that. It's fast food. But here we have a Wendy's. Um, I think the manager's name was Todd. And then we had this little assistant manager named Tracy. Now, Tracy was probably, ooh, I don't know, 46 years old. I mean, you could tell, like, looking back, I mean, you could see the age on her face. But she was a she was a feisty little something. Um, <laughs> I'm going to keep it PG, so don't worry. She was a feisty little something, because um, I mean, I was taller than her at 16 years old, so, you know, I'm towering over her, and it would be me on the grill, and somebody else on the grill, and she would get up there in the middle, you know, so just be sandwiched between these two guys or whatever, and uh, we would be making burgers. There were a lot of cool people there. Um, I don't even really remember anybody's names, but I know I'd given people names out there. I called this one girl. She looked like, um, what's that uh, character? Strawberry shortcake. Yeah, she looked like strawberry shortcake. She was this little short redhead. She was probably like four, three, four, two. I don't know. She was she was a tiny little thing. Wore glasses. I called her little Miss uh, <laughs> Blow Pop. I was giving everybody names. I called one girl headquarters. Um, yeah, I was cutting up. Like I said, this was like my first mainstream job. Uh, but we used to cut up in there, um, play around, a lot of flirting. I mean, everybody's young, a lot of playing. And I remember sometimes me and uh. Me and, me and a couple of guys, we would go out back on a break, you know, cut up a bit. Uh, we'll just say we went out there, right? You take your little smoke break, come back in, you got the munchies, so you're eating up all the food, you know, that you're supposed to be selling. Uh, we would be making some crazy sandwiches in there. Um, I remember one time, it was late, I mean, I was in there just <laughs> wiling out, I'll say, wiling out, right? We were laughing, and we had some burgers on the grill. And I took this salt container and just took the whole top of it off and poured like an inch thick of salt on somebody's burger and just cooked it in, smeared it in, sold it crazy to drive through. We were just, we were young. You know, that's what you do when you're young. You're in there, you're playing. So whoever got that burger that night, I mean, I hope they didn't die of a heart attack, but um, it was pretty funny. Um, they did some interesting things with potatoes, I'll say. We had a... Um, a freezer, you know, one of those walk-in freezers that you see in restaurants if you've ever worked in a restaurant. Uh, a couple things would go on in there, you know, because like I said, you have a bunch of young guys, a bunch of young girls, people are playing around in there. Um, yeah, it was pretty wild, uh, but I, I will tell you one thing happened in there. Uh, you know, so I was in there 
I'm not gonna say I was the man out there, but you know, I was I was one of the well known well known guys, one of the well known crew members. And all the girls, you know, I flirted with all the girls. We all played around and stuff like that. But there was one girl who wasn't getting any attention, right? So she would see how I interacted with the girls. And I noticed that she was watching me. She would watch me. And then she would just get all snippy and snooty anytime I didn't give her any attention. Uh, so she said, I'm going to report you to the manager. I was like, huh? As soon as she said that, as soon as she said that, I changed my whole, my whole situation. Stop messing with everybody. So it's probably a good thing. Um, nothing came of it, but when she said that, it was just like, wow, I guess this, you know, this isn't how you're supposed to be at work. You know, the things you do at work. I don't know if you've ever been in a situation, but you know what I mean? When people play around, they play around, right? So that changed everything for me there. I mean, then I used to just go to work, you know, hang out and talk, but I wasn't as high profile. You know, I kept a, kept a low pro, you know, on the job. Uh, I left that job. Um, because I found another job I want to say. No, no, no. I left that job because I graduated high school and I was moving to South Carolina. I'd gotten to a, a bit of a situation, I guess, with my mom at the house because I was partying and hanging out with the boys. So, you know, on the weekends we go out there, cut up, do what we do, come back in the house. My mom didn't like it so much, so she had called my dad to come back up, told him to take me down there to uh, South Carolina. Because at that time... I didn't call myself moving out of the house, but I had already packed up a suitcase. I went and tried to stay with the neighbor. He was going to let me stay there. I think he did let me stay there. Um, but he said, you know, ask your mom if it's cool because he lived behind us. He was a pretty cool guy. Um, I'll probably tell you about him later. But uh, ended up going to South Carolina, worked at another Wendy's down there. Now, this Wendy's here was a whole nother situation. And I'll tell you that after the break. So as I said, uh, made it down to South Carolina. Um, I needed work because I was living down there with my dad. Uh, he was driving a truck, but I needed work. I needed something to do. So I uh, applied for a job at Wendy's. I don't even remember how how I got to the Wendy's because the Wendy's I, li I was living in Columbia, South Carolina. So the job was all the way in Irmo, South Carolina. I don't know if I went on online and, online and applied for it or somebody told me about the job. I went out there and did an application. Either way, I got the job based on my previous experience working at the Wendy's in North Carolina. So I get this job, go to work, and it's crazy because it's all new people, just like it was at the other place, all new people. But I was young. I think at this time I was 17. You know, I just graduated high school, uh, went in there. They had some characters at this place. But the first day I was there, there was this lady. Um, her name was Phyllis. She walks up to me, grabs a fry. And does something with the fry that makes you know that um, she wants more than french fries, right? <laughs> we'll just keep it at that. So she does something with the french fries. I was like, okay. So I mentally took a note of that. You know, took a note of that. I didn't really make any moves on that because I wasn't even there yet. You know, I was 17. I was what you call a late bloomer. So sitting there working um, on the job. They had this other character there. I don't even remember what his name was, but he had like this little esh curl or something with his hair. And we were on the grill, and I thought he was just too lively to be on the grill. He was just too, had too much energy to be working. And one day he, he looked at me, he was like, it's all about this while he's dancing on the grill. He's cooking burgers and dancing. Now you got a picture, somebody with two spatulas in their hand, working this 400 degree grill, you know, flipping burgers. And they're dancing like all day long. 
So he says, it's all about this. And he points to his chest. I'm like, whoa, I'm not into that, dude. Like, what are you talking about? So he lifts up his shirt. and He's got a freaking flask strapped to his chest, like an old school silver chrome flask strapped to his chest. So I guess he was an alcoholic or something like that. But um, I was like, okay, maybe this is how you're doing it in South Carolina. Um, they had a couple other people there. Um, but I guess with this situation here, the two characters, him and the girl, uh, well, call her a girl, but this was a grown woman. You know, I was 17, so I was still, still a young guy, you know, didn't really know all, all that I know now. Now, had I known what I know now, it'd be a completely different story. So I'll tell you a little more about this lady. So, um, you know, she did the whole fry thing. And at this time, I had braids. You know, I just had little cornrows and things like that. So if you've ever had your hair braided or whatever, you know, you got to get somebody to do it. So this girl uh, with the French fry, you know, she just keeps making all these advances, you know, as, I, as I'm working there. You know, just little dropping little hints here, drop something on the floor, take 10 minutes to pick it up, you know, those types of things. So I said, freak it. I said, um, I let her braid my hair one day because she was always asking to braid my hair. So if you've ever, we guess you if you've ever seen a movie or you've ever had your hair braided, sometimes you sit on the floor, and the lady sits behind you. So you sit between her legs, and they braid your hair. So went over there one day, let her braid my hair, blase 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 blah. You just fill in the blanks, right? There's a whole lot of other pieces to that, but we're gonna keep it to the work. So after working at Wendy's for a while. Um, Things changed, whatever. I had to go back to North Carolina just because I was getting out of hand. You know, getting my hair braided by this one, that one. Doing all these things that I didn't need to do. Same things that I was doing in North Carolina <laughs> that caused me to go down there. So my dad could keep an eye on me, but he was always on the road, so he couldn't keep an eye on me. So I was doing more there than I was doing here in North Carolina. Where I currently live. So in a nutshell, I made it back to North Carolina um, because of the things I was doing down there. Um, got a job at Kmart. Let's see, got a job at Kmart. So of course I moved back in with my mom. You know, that's a whole other story. But I got a job at Kmart. It was pretty cool. Um, worked out there with a guy named, I want to say his name was Bruce. I'm not even sure. It's just this little short, weird dude with this little weird hair comb over type deal going on we had this guy out there named Vern. Vern was a character. Vern had these little beady eye glasses. Uh, he looked like a guy from like the, the 1970s so he was like an old school hippie but see I didn't know hippies and all that then you know I was still still young. Um, I was probably like what 18 at this time because I wasn't down in South Carolina very, that long I mean just because of the situation the way things were going I chose to come back but anyway Let's see, so this guy, Vern, he had like, the whole top of his head was pretty much bald, and he had this hair on the sides, but he was just like, you know, every time I tried to do something or take on more work, he was like, all right, don't take on too much work, don't work too hard, he's like, they'll run you crazy, and every time he was stressed out, he would always grab the sides of his hair, you know, because he was bald at the top, so he'd grab the sides of his hair and just be like, you know, like his head was exploding, or <laughs> this guy was stressing out, this this guy was a piece of work. Um, I remember one time they got me out there. Uh, the manager had asked me, um, this is probably like maybe second week I was working. He was like, hey, man, uh, you want to go to a stock party? I was like, a stock party? I was like, what's that? He's like, you know, we get here and we just hang out and party. 
I was like, really? I was like, what time is it? He was like, 6 o'clock. Now, I'm not even thinking. You know, I'm not even thinking clearly. So I guess he could look at me and tell I was the party type kind of guy, you know. I was still partying, you know. I was just keeping a low profile, right? So I, 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 was, I, I go home. I get up, you know, super early, 4 o'clock, you know, take a shower, all this stuff. Tell my mom, like, okay, I'm going to work. You know, I grab my vest just in case. You know, I grab my vest just in case, but I'm going to work to party. I'm really expecting a party. I get to work. I get in there, and I'm like, okay, there's no music. I'm like, okay, where's everybody? I get back in the, uh, <laughs> he says everybody's in the back of the stock room. We get in the stock room. They're doing freaking inventory. I was like, what? My mouth was open. I was really expecting the party. I like looking back at it. I can't even believe, like, I thought I would be going to work for a party, right? Like, 6 o'clock in the morning, we're going to have a party. <laughs> it's funny when I think about it. It just shows you where my mind was at. But anyway, I ended up, like, counting, I don't know, thousands of freaking items, all these numbers. We had to count all the parts and pieces. It was just crazy. I think we had to break down, lay away, and count all the pieces and items in there, and yeah, it was just a big, uh, big situation, um, the manager laughed at me, you know, because he, he knew, he knew I actually thought I was coming to party, and that's crazy, I mean, looking back at it, but I mean, that's a young mind, you know, but I think I'll stop there with, um, the stories on employment, of course, I've had other jobs, um, but those were a few of the first ones, um, Definitely not what I'm doing now. You know, I help people get jobs. I work in mental health. I help people straighten their lives out. Uh, but we all come from humble beginnings, so you got to start somewhere. I'd love to know what kind of jobs you guys had, so feel free to um, download this Anchor app and leave an audio message so I can hear what your first job was like, what your experience was. It'd be interesting to hear about. Um, I don't know if you guys know, but uh, this is... Memorial Day weekend here in America. Uh, it's a time when we honor, remember veterans, people who served, fought in the war, died in the war, um, many wars, you know, just any war, fought in a war. Uh, we just take this time, uh, it's going to be Monday, uh, to honor, honor those that have passed on uh, for everything they've done for us. So we can sit here and record podcasts like this and, um, you just walk around the street without bombs flying over our head. So, yeah, we got a little national holiday. I'm sure you guys have um, something similar in, in your countries. Um, shoot, war is one of those things that nobody loves. You know, it's more of a political thing. It's not necessarily the people in there like, oh, I just want to destroy this person. No, people love people. You know, but government, that's a whole nother bag. They want to control everything. So because they can't control people, they try to, take them out. I'm glad today, in today's times, we don't have as many wars. I mean, we have wars now, but the wars are fought differently. They're fought with politics. They're fought with computers and terrorism and things like that. So, I mean, you have like five, six people go and blow something up. So you can't blow up a whole country because of that. It's just those five, six people, you know, it's a group, you know, protesters, extremists and things like that. But, um, yeah, war back in the day was an ugly thing. I mean, you'd have like half the freaking country going to war, just taking people out just because they weren't on the same side or the same team. And the stuff people were fighting over for was, was crazy. They're fighting over land, but nobody owns the land. I mean, the land was given to us all, right? 
you know, I'm not going to get all political with it, but I mean, you look at it, I mean, the earth, nobody's making earth. <laughs> this is all the earth we have, all the water we have, all the land we have, all the air we have, right? We're polluting it, we're destroying it, but nobody owns it. That's like this little, um, I was on the, on a boat one day with a, one of my friends and I mean, we're, we're just cooking along, you know, just going on the boat, you know, bouncing across the waves. And we come to this little oyster bar or whatever, some man-made oyster bar, and it's got a sign talking about no trespassing. I'm like, how are you going to have a no trespassing sign in the middle of the river? Like, you can't rent a part of the river. Like, nobody owns it. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's crazy. But that's a whole nother bag. But I hope you guys enjoyed this, and I'll see you in the next one.